good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good day, everybody. It is Saturday, October 1st, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. I am Daddy Ass himself. Actually, no, I'm not Daddy Ass, but I do like scissoring. Uh, Jeremy Pierce, welcome one and all. It's the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. How are you all doing, folks? And we got a nice little show for you today. Finally, the show that was supposed to happen these last two weeks. The end of NXT 2.0. Kind of, We're going to take a look back at the year. See the highs, the lows. Did they really make any um, true stars? You know what I mean? But uh, as always, you can check me out on the socials. Charismatic Creations on Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, Charismatic Creations underscore 52 on Instagram and the 215 on Twitter. Last week we did the Extreme Rules flashback. And like I just said, today we'll be doing the end of NXT 2.0. But for now, you all know what's next. So just go on and hit my music. We've had ourselves some some news this week, and we're just we're just gonna dive right on into it. And we'll be covering the week of nine twenty four to nine thirty. Hulu uh, pushes back plans to pull uh, WWE content as talks continue. They were supposed to be off the air off of Hulu last week, but they're still talking. It would kind of hurt to lose. Um, lose them and you know it's, it's solid content talks will continue but the dirty um are pushing to pull back off of hulu this is this is a rough now i like uh, like i said before I, I just feel like your stuff should be on peacock help peacock be good it's that that simple smackdown um, pulled in the, tw- uh, the September 23rd episode pulled in 2.38 million viewers with a point fifty five in the 18 to 49 demo that is uh, to say the least absolutely fantastic period uh, in this year reunited at NXT house show Veer and Sangha uh, Veer was on the main roster Sangha was down in NXT they both reunited at a house show and um, I mean, it's pretty much time to bring these guys up, call them up, because ever since Triple H took over, they've been doing nothing with beer. And I guess uh, Sangha's kind of been wasting away over in 2.0. Buddy Murphy, sorry, Buddy Matthews addressed his future with AEW. Damn, he's just taking some time off. This is not goodbye. This is see you later, kind of just like what Malachi Black said, which we'll get to him in a bit. Um... And AW Talent didn't know about Buddy's exit. This, 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 the honeymoon phase is over. Folks, Rampage, uh, the 23rd, September 23rd episode, brought a 510,000 viewers. Um, it's good. It's it's good. They got to start getting better ratings than Rampage somehow. Some way. Excuse me, huh? Mm. Black claims that he has not been released from AEW, much to what we've 
heard he had a live stream earlier this week, and he said he's not been released from AEW. He's just taking time off, so I don't know who to believe. But if you hear for hit from him first, then he's still with AEW, and Tony Khan will not be granting any more releases. And listen, I understand you know if you're pro worker, if somebody doesn't want to work there anymore, let them go. But this is it's a tougher, tougher business. Uh, the September 26th edition of Monday Night Raw did 1.6 million viewers with a point 49 into 18 with the point 45 and 18 to 49 demo this is up from the previous week but down from the week before that but it looks like they're going to be around this 1.6 to even 2.1 2.2 when it comes to the viewer soraya will what we believe at some point will be competing um her contract is for three years she has a win-loss record on the ew website She's going to get medically medically cleared to compete at some point. NXT, the last episode of 2.0, in my opinion, brought in 660,000 viewers of the point 16 to 49. Demo that's down from uh, last week and the week before that and the week before that and the week before that. So we'll see how this new change um, helps or hurts. Mia Yim's contract with Impact uh, is expiring soon. Her contract is up right around October 9th, two days after Bound for Glory. AEW Dynamite failed to break a million viewers this week. I was at that show. That was the Philadelphia show. We were, uh, we, we, we got the, we got the, uh, the filler kind of quote unquote the filler show was the week after Grand Slam and then a week before Battle of the Full Belts tapings um, and then there was a hurricane impacting a lot of wrestlers that was supposed to be on the show it was a whole thing but the viewership was 990,000 viewers with the point 34 in uh, the 18 to 49 demo we got an update on Bobby Roode he is injured he had surgery um, in Alabama, and we wish him a speedy recovery. Miro Vince's frustrations with AEW first. He says they don't have the balls to fight him. Just sounds to any character. And then AEW posted a tweet, right? Um, celebrating Sammy Guevara defeating um, Miro, giving Miro him his first loss and into the TNT Championship. And they added Miro. I mean, they added Sammy, but they did not add Miro. And he said he didn't even have the balls to add me. So, yes, I can definitely see Miro being frustrated. Warner Brothers Discovery made efforts to keep Cody. I mean, he had two different shows on there, but alas, it didn't work. And he went to the WWE. And some sad news, a wrestling legend icon, Antonio Inoki, has passed away. He was 79 years old. We don't know the cause of death, but this man is a wrestling Icon. He was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2010 by Stan Hansen. The wrestling world sends out their thoughts, their prayers, and like this guy is like he doesn't get talked enough about how important he was to the to, to professional wrestling. Antonio Inoki passes away at 70. That's the news. So, uh, we're building towards a few um, things right now. WWE is building towards Extreme Rules 
uh, NXT, Halloween Havoc, AEW, their next, I don't know what their next big show, that next pay-per-view is full gear, and Impact, we got, we're coming out of the Road, moving forward to um, Bound for Glory, which is very, very soon, uh, but from, we'll start with Monday Night Raw, as usual. And it was an okay show. We had an opening segment with Bianca Belair and friends. I'm against damage control. It was kind of a war of words between Becky and Bianca. Be- Becky, I'm uh, sorry. Bianca and Bailey. Bailey's talking about how, you know, Bianca was hand picked, yada, yada, yada. And on his top, it was Bailey. It was leading to a match between Bianca versus EO, which was, it was okay. I know these two could put on better, especially EO. But Bianca won. Uh, Rey Mysterio says he won't fight Dom and blames Rhea for manipulating him, uh, him, him being Dom. Rollins says he'll finish off Riddle in the fight pit because he's just better. And then he takes on Rey and t- um, taps him out uh, to Thunder Rosa's finisher, which I can't remember the name of it, her submission finisher, um, after Dom and Rhea Ripley got involved. Johnny Gargano and Ke- Kevin Owens defeated the Alpha Academy. Judgment Day say they are still trying to recruit AJ Styles. Omos won a squash match. The Midge got his hands on Dexter Loomis again after Miz had all the security and did not work. Candice LeRae debuts and defeats Nikki ASH and it looks like we're going to get a character change for Nikki. Moving here, please move, just move her back to Nikki Girls already. Um, Sami Zayn beat AJ Styles after Solo Sokoa interfered. The Judgment Day teased out, teased, taking out. Um, AJ Styles so we'll see we'll see but essentially we're, I'm happy we're going to get this Finn Balor uh, AJ Styles feud and the main event Matt Riddle defeated Damian Priest AJ um, was the sorry Damian was attacked by the Judgment Day Damian was not attacked by the Judgment Day Matt Riddle was attacked on really high high uh, wrestling podcast Riddle was attacked by the Judgment Day until Edge returned and made the save, saying that he and Finn will face each other in a I in an I quit match at Extreme Rules, which is another show I will be at over on Dynamite, a show I was also at this week. We had the Grand Slam Fallout, and the show was hurt a little bit due to the uh, hurricane in Florida. So we had an opening 20-minute segment with Jericho Appreciate Society and Luigi in the ring. Um and it was just about appreciating Jericho, who's the most honorable world champion now. Dan Garcia, he's having his best. So like, let's, we just need to get Dan Garcia out of out of the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. Get him to the Blackpool Combat Club. Period. Um, Brian Anderson came out to just you know stoke the flames once again. He had a match with Daddy Magic. He beat him. MJF and Willie Uta had a bad promo. Battle, uh, Yuta was in the ring, and GF came out on a ramp, and it was war of words. And I, 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 I like to see this fire from Will and Yuta, um, Philly boy in the building, holla at your boy. Um, and then, uh, MGF went and sat in one of the suites. John Moxley defeated Juice Robinson in an uh, eliminator match, and then he was confronted by Hangman Page after the match. But up in the stands, Will Yuta attacked MJF, and they will have a match week which i'm looking forward to soraya came out um once again this was a segment i thought was hurt by the hurricane she said she wanted to bring out you know all the good girls in the back and with her was athena tony storm 
world show, women's champion, uh, Willow Nightingale, and, and Madison Ring, and Sky Blue. Tony, Madison, Athena, Sky Blue. Tony, Madison Ring, Athena, Sky Blue, Willow Nightingale. And you know, it wasn't one of Paige's. Go. It wasn't one of Saray's better promos, but then out came Britt with Penelope, Rebel, and Jamie Hayter. And Jamie Hayter once again was super over. And they just pull the trigger on Jamie Hayter. Already, Britt says Britt things. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, Tony Storm then defended the. Well, Paige got the women's championship match into a lumberjack match, and Tony Storm won that with a spike power drive, avalanche spike power driver. She won. It was good. Uh, Swerve and Keith Lee won the rematch, and Keith Lee is putting the blame on Billy Gunn for their loss. Ricky Starks had a squash match, and Jericho retained the Ring of Honor World Championship against former Ring of Honor World Champion Bandito. It's really, really good match. Go out and watch go out and just like watch this match. Um, the Jericho says he's going to have to take out all former Ring of Honor World Champions. And they got, they got a couple in AEW between AEW and Impact. They've got a, they've got a couple when they start the war with the Judas Effect to the Ring of Honor uh, ring announcer. So that was Dynamite over on Impact. Chris Bain and Austin defeated Trey, Trey Miguel and Laredo Kid. Brian Myers retained the Impact Digital Media Championship. Rosemary approached Father James Mitchell about getting Havoc back and she doesn't want to deal with Jessica anymore. Giselle Shaw mocked me a M saying, yo, if I can't beat Mickey James and you damn sure can, can't beat Mickey James and Mickey and me have a match at Bound for Glory. I don't know more. They had their mission statement and they finally won the World Championship um, and they won Josh Alexander and he tried to attack I don't know more until he until teammate pack helped out. Uh, Rich Swan and he beat PCO and Vincent. Masha Slamovich, Slamovich beat Ali Catch in the Monsters Ball match. Over on SmackDown, we had an okay build for Extreme Rules. Sam, uh, Sammy Zosko defeated, uh, I, I want to say Riddick. It's Mad Cat Moss and Ricochet. Uh, Jay Uso still doesn't trust Sammy's plotting on his downfall. Got another carrying cross. Tick tock, tock, tick, ticky tocko, tuku promo. Drew McIntyre beat Austin Theory by DQ after the Alpha Academy attacks. You know where this was going. Hit Road defeated Los Authorios. Ronda beat Natalia and then Liv tried to attack Ronda and show her how she can get it. The brawl broke out. Imperium took out Sheamus. Shotzi and her returning tank lost. Lost to Bailey. Max Dupree says he's fucking done with the Maximum Male models. Yeah. You know what that means. Let me talk to you. And in our main event, Kevin Owens, Johnny Gargano, Drew McIntyre defeated the Alpha Academy in Austin Theory. And I'm quite sick and tired of the Alpha Academy losing all of these damn matches. That's just me. Over on Rampage, the acclaimed retained the Tag Team Championships against Butcher Blade, Butcher and the Blade, and Private Party. Nyla Rose wants Jade Cargo, and this is a fucking feud I've been waiting on. Thank you. Lee Mirari squash match. He defeated, I believe, Fuego Del Sol. Andrade will put his career on the line next week against Tins Mask. Uh, Jamie Hader defeated Willow Nightingale. Hook beat up Ryan Nemeth. And Roosh defeated John Silver. A brawl broke out with and ended with uh, the Dark Order and Hangman Page. And Tall. Our matches of the week. Uh, 
don't we don't we don't have that many um which which sucks but from raw we have the alpha academy versus johnny gargano and kevin owens and when you have some of the best wrestlers of the world that's what you're going to get from this match also from raw Sami Zayn versus aj styles these two gentlemen can go and i'm happy to see sammy finally be able to wrestle more from dynamite the ring of honor world championship match chris jericho taking all bandito guys phenomenal match watch this just to see bandito do a one minute standing vertical suplex and the start of the week man that has to go to bandito that was our weekend review NXT 2.0. Now, I can tell you right here, right now, I was not the biggest fan of NXT 2.0. It had its highs, but it had more lows. And just like that, it's gone. NXT 2.0 is done. It's just back to NXT. And I'm wondering, more importantly, what how things are going to look moving forward forward so we got to ask ourselves a couple questions and then we're going to um take a look at, at at the end of the day the pros the cons of nxt 2.0 was it a success and looking at the if any stars that they've made all right so first of all why did it start so after NXT was resoundingly defeated in the Wednesday Night Wars, um, they were ran, ran off to Tuesdays, right? And Tri- Triple H, the WWE, want to change some things. They want to say, well, congratulations, you beat our development system. Stop it. That's a lie. You were promoting NXT as a third brand. And if you have promoted NXT as a third brand and Vince McMahon did not get involved, then... You might still be on Wednesdays. You might still be better. But here's the thing. It kind of really all started with Vince trying to take shots at um, AEW. So AEWs were, were like, yo, we're going to be on Wednesday nights, right? NXT at that point was still online, I believe. And one hour. And when AEW was announced... NXT was moved to two hours and it moved to Wednesdays, I believe two or three weeks before um, AEW debuted. I think NXT lost every single, within that span of that time before they moved to Tuesdays, it lost every single battle in the ratings with the exception of, I think, two. So NXT was run off to Tuesdays, right? And we were still in the heart of black and gold. And then the pandemic happened. So Vince McMahon took this as a time to step in. And he wanted to do some things. And that's how we got the colorful brand of 2.0. Was it necessary? I, I, I believe a slight change 
bus necessary because even though we love the black and gold even though it was giving us phenomenal 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 matches the stars weren't necessarily there anymore not the st- and Vince was firing people left or I remember the end when the world title was kind of like Curse and the North American title and everything that's going on with Keith Lee and Cross and Joe and Finn. It was it was a lot to say the least. It was it was a lot. So we get 2.0, right? And let's let's go into let's go into the pros first thing. Actually no. Yeah, you know what we'll do that. We'll go in, we'll go into the pros first of why 2.0 was better than the black and gold. So the first things first was is that it was a focus on true development. And what we got with 2.0 was well actually before you get to that when we switched to 2.0 we, we lost takeovers everything was just done at the performance center they had a war games match in the performance center doesn't fit doesn't work but the thing that that 2.0 did well was focus on developmental instead of you know having our la knights our garganos our pete duns we got our Braun Breakers, Grayson Wallers, Carmelo Hayes. Still don't know how the veterans lost that fucking War Games match. That was really stupid. But yes, we needed to put another shift and, our, and, and a focus on development, which was great, right? We, we got to build the stars of the future. And if you can bring them in young, if you can mold them to how you want, things are great. It, 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 and we'll, we'll dive into this a little bit more. Use the main roster crossovers much better than what 2.0 did. You know why? Um, Black and Gold did because Black and Gold honestly did not need to do the crossovers. They just didn't need. They were already big stars. But we can't forget about um, AJ and Grayson Waller can't forget about Natalia jumping over or uh, even even Ziggler and Braun Breaker while another reason why 2.0 was better sports entertainment it was what triple not triple H Vince McMahon truly truly wanted there was more focus on sports entertainment but obviously there's drawbacks to that with the wrestling falling by the wayside and, we, and you know it gets no more sports entertaining than Wendy Chu then Tony D'Angelo, then Carmelo Hayes. You know what I mean? These people are what we we should get out of two points. Oh, and once again, it focused on the younger names, our next generation of stars. Now, Black and Gold, we had our our, our Rudes, our Joes, our Shinsuke's, people in their 30s and their 40s, but Brian, Solo, Cora, Melo, Young young stars young up-and-comers that we truly really needed to focus on and yes i i believe the number one 
the number one factor that made the black and gold better was a more diverse character lineup. If we go to the NXT men's roster right now, we've got Andre Chase, we've got Axiom, we've got um, Boa, Rich Jensen, the Creed Brothers, um, Ilya Dragunov. So we've got this nice little mix of new characters who are different, who are sports entertainment. Um, Saray, uh, Wendy Chu. So that's that's that right there giving us these characters, giving us these these di these diverse group of individuals. Yeah, yeah, that that's always a plus. That was always always a bonus for 2.0. But then came the change, right? So when we get that change, you ask yourself, well, how, 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 how was the black and gold truly, truly better? Well, we know these answers. We know them, but uh, I'll expand just a little bit more. The black and gold was truly the third brand and even though it took a minute to get there it became their third brand and the moment that it became the third brand it should have been elevated and treated as such because if you have that we don't have we don't have the 2.0 you know how is a third brand survivor series when they did WWE when they did raw versus smackdown versus nxt do you know who won the most matches on that card? NXT. Not only that, the women main evented. Remember the NXT invasion of of SmackDown? And this is remember this this happened because of everything that was going on in Saudi Arabia and they were people were stuck. We didn't think they would be able to be saved. Yeah. NXT was truly black and gold was truly, truly a, a bright spot. Number two, why was Black and Gold truly better than 2.0? The in-ring work was was phenomenal. Nothing short of just sevens and up. Without a shadow of a doubt, the Black and Gold was superior in every single way when it came to everything that went on in the rows. You know why? Because everybody in, in 2.0 was, I'm sorry, everybody in the Black and Gold, they were... They they were they were veterans, indie guys, indie 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 names, Adam Cole, um, uh, the entire undisputed era, just the the entire undisputed era, Samoa Joe, Nakamura, Sami Zayn, Keith Lee, um, um, uh, Shayna Baszler, like these were these were people that had already made names for themselves. You know what I mean? So the in-ring work was like, it was like we were getting classics. Think, think about the one year that we had NXT 2.0. Do they have any matches 
that are seen as all-time classics, all-time greats like Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano versus Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, um, Shinsuke, Shinsuke, uh, 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 Sami Zayn, Bailey, and and Bianca. They don't have that. Do they really have those standout matches? No, because the ring work ability. 2.0 couldn't be in front of a takeover crowd. It just it, it just couldn't happen. Another reason why NXT was just black and was better. Takeover. We kept the smaller shows, performance center. Sorry, not the performance center. We were at uh, full cell at that point. And there we are. There we are. Full cell. And when we're getting time for our pay-per-view takeovers and takeovers were put in big arenas and takeovers were treated as important and takeovers more often than not and like i really mean more often than not takeovers were phenomenal can't stop won't stop amazing pieces of work there were times where takeovers were better than the following wwe show and people on the main roster were like wow why can't we do that you are beholden to a man so and with those takeovers we had star power who on who on the nxt roster 2.0 roster right now right who named compares to alistair black andrade kevin owens Sami Zayn, seth rollins charlotte oscar becky Bailey, Sasha, Keith Lee, The Undisputed Era, Finn Balor. Who on NXT right now can say that? Can say you're as big as a star as them? Nobody. Nobody. So, Part of the reason why NXT could be treated as such as a third brand was because of the star power. But once you start changing that pipeline, you don't have that star power. And the number one my reason that the black and gold was just better, more main roster ready talent. Especially when it comes to the women. Like, if you look look at we're 2020, let me use my website. We're gonna look at the current. We're gonna look at the current women's roster on the main roster. And tell me what you think. Let me ask you this question. Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Aaliyah. Asuka. B-Fab. Bailey. Becky Lynch. Bianca Belair. Candice LeRae. Carmella. Charlotte Flair. Dakota Kai. Dana Brooke. Dewdrop. Eo Sky Lacey Evans Liv Morgan No, not 
not her, not her, Nikki A.S.H., Queen Zelina, Raquel Rodriguez, Rhea Ripley, Sasha Banks, Scarlett, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi Blackheart, Sonya Deville, Zaylee. All of those women started in NXT, and they're all on the main roster. Can you can you truly say that about the women now? I mean, yes, there are. There's about five groups of women. There's about five women on NXT 2.0 right now who should not be on the main. Who should not be in NXT? Alba Fire, Mako Sedemayor, Roxanne Perez. Um, Casey and Katana Chance, Casey, yeah, Casey and Katana, um, Blair Davenport. They don't, to a lesser extent, Indy Harwell. They don't need to be down there. They are wasting away. You, you feel me? The men, to even to a lesser extent, with the the men. You know what I mean? There aren't many talent you can just call up and say, hey, you ready for the big time? No, no, no. And see, that's what happens when you change your philosophy in how you're going to treat, you know, treat this developmental something what is it a brand is it uh is it is it is it a is it a is it developmental like and there's still more highs and lows so nxt is 2.0 was worse there was no almost no veterans gone trip uh, uh a lot of guys the triple h had that knew what they were doing were fired by events just gone just just taken away the aesthetic yes the black and gold is a little bit too dark but damn is is 2.0 very fucking bright and we gotta find that nice mix gunther was <sighs> there was nothing wrong with the name walter they're just there just wasn't um, but still that focus on developmental and not competing AEW was a great great move and and there there are, there are ways that it's 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 worse you know so many guys got and girls and got girls and guys that we know and love and respect got let go um, again Gunther we got but we got longer title reigns we we've got a better usage of the rookie so there there are there are really good things about 2.0 i mean let's look at well we got to bring up the ratings so the ratings have been up and down you know but so how do they fix the ratings let's do some main roster feuds so we had an aj styles and a grayson waller feud happen just randomly out the blue here's the thing the main roster almost always wins but aj and grayson that was was just weird but aj got a good match out of grayson well i also don't like grayson waller's 
look like what he wrestles in it's something off about it and then there's no there's no bigger mix with the the guy uh, the main roster between when Braun Breaker and Dolph Ziggler it's just like come on Ziggler won the NXT championship and it was just used to make Braun Breaker look good don't like the name Braun Breaker but we'll get into that so how about some top 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 talents are there top talents of the go you're looking at the roster and go okay you guys are ready maybe 2.0 did their did their thing and for me there's no bigger star there's no bigger change there's no bigger challenge there's no bigger uh athlete that even better than braun that should be on the main roster is carmelo hayes the guy is gifted the guy is a talent the guy is a jewel the guy's a gem he is what a lot of wrestlers and and developmental should really strive to be Carmelo Hayes is that fucking good. Melo, don't miss. Right? And to a lesser extent, Trick. Trick needs work in the in the in the ring. Trick Williams. He he needs Melo's partner. He needs work in the ring. But man, he oozes charisma. He's great on the mic. You can get better in the ring. As long as you apply yourself. So Melo, number one draft pick. Sad to say on this list, as as this list, there's only one woman, in my opinion, that NXT 2.0 helped make, and that's only because she was already better than everybody there, for the most part. Roxanne Perez, for the former Roxy, the former Ring of Honor Women's Champion. She's only 20. How old is Roxanne? I think Roxanne is only 20. She's only 20. Nickname was the prodigy. You know, you know why? She's really good. Like she's 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 really, really good. And she does not need to be on the main roster. I mean, I'm sorry, she does not need to be in 2.0. She's wasting away. She's main roster ready. But the question is, can she fit on the main roster with the team they already have there? You know what I mean? Another guy who just got caught up and already has made an uh, immediate impact. Solo Sokoa, man. The street champion. Baby Oos. Lil Oos. And I'm happy that... I mean, we knew it was inevitable he was going to join the bloodline, but I'm happy that it looks like, one, he'll probably end up leaving the bloodline and becoming a face. But he got time in NXT. He got time to grow. He got time to look at. Oh, but also, he's somebody that's wrestled on the indies. So there, there, there is that guy. You know what I mean? Tag team wise, I think there's been no greater tag team in NXT than the Creed brothers. These dudes are. Remind me a lot of just the good, technically sound tag teams. The world's greatest tag team, the Heart Foundation, um, the British Bulldogs, the Steiner Brothers. These guys are good. I would, I personally would love to see the Creed Brothers take on FTR. 
that's how much I like watching the Creed Brothers. So, there's another star. Now, this guy I saw in AEW, and I was like, oh, man, I hope they sign him. But he went to a, he went to WWE. Ben Carter is the now, now known as Nathan Frazier. And he's another person I would say is a prodigy. The dude, <laughs> the name is the prodigy of pro wrestling. The dude is good, man. The dude is like... He's so good. He doesn't. He's another guy. Who, he's another guy who doesn't need to really be in the, in developmental. He was also trained by Seth Rollins. We're going to get that match. We're going to get it. Would like to see him really, really get a, a true look. A true chance to shine. Now this guy loses a lot, but he's one of those dudes that's a heat magnet, and is honestly just absolutely awesome. He's really good at his promos, and that is one Andre Chase. I love this guy, yo. I I love I love Andre Chase. He's just. He knows his character. He knows what to do. He knows who to play off of. It's ridiculous how fun and funny he is. And lastly, I guess we have to talk about the guy that's been champion for most of that brand's existence outside of a Chompa Rain and a Ziggler Rain, Braun Breaker. Braun has been NXT champion for most of 2.0's uh, one year era. The son of Rick Steiner. Braun um, honestly has done himself a very, very fine job as champion. And I like that they're starting to dig into his roots as a Steiner. Because if my math is correct, and it always is, that promo uh, Tuesday so Braun has been a serviceable champion he's not the person I would say is a star they can call up and like okay you're good I'm I'm really upset that I can't really pick any more women because Casey and Katana were there before 2.0 I know I love me some Gigi but Toxic Attraction isn't the greatest when it comes to in-ring work looks solid mic work um, I'm not the biggest fan of Mandy Rose's reign but I wish Toxic Attraction just grew some more but they have been used on the main roster a few times so what's next well first thing we need to see is the, what's going to happen with this 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 talent that they're bringing in are they going to go back to getting just exclusively independent guys or are they going to mix it up with independent people that they can, younger independent stars like Ben Carter that they can bring in and bring up and mold and still bring in those, you know, those lily white kids from college. It was a weird, weird era. We're getting takeovers back. Um, 
and time time will see time will tell just how truly impactful 2.0 was and now we move on to i guess we're not gonna call it 3.0 but it essentially is 3.0 will there be an arena will will the, the aesthetics change the matches because nxt this past week had seven or eight matches and they weren't that great let me know what you think again thank you all for listening i appreciate you all next time next week i'll get the october schedule out as soon as possible for the rest of the month um i totally forgot today was october 1st so i gotta get the october schedule out for you as always check out the social charismatic creations on facebook tumblr and youtube charismatic underscore creations 52 on instagram and the 215 on twitter i am your host i am jeremy Pearson. and as always xylee when you choose shots of black Earth.